Welcome to Sex and Happiness with Lori Handlers. Amazing sex and intimacy are just around the corner. While Lori puts the finishing touches on her new book, Sex and Happiness Over 60, please enjoy this show. It's one of her favorites from the Sex and Happiness Archives. We're going to be talking about something revolutionary. They're a mother and daughter team in business together who are actually talking about and experimenting with and cleaning sex toys like that's off the charts for me like who talks to their mother about sex you know what I mean it's great so let me tell you about them all right and then I'll bring them in the mother of the team is Carrie Martz and she after spending 30 plus years owning her own advertising and public relations agency Carrie sold it to Bob Parsons the founder of GoDaddy and when retirement didn't suit her She looked for an opportunity to use her experience in marketing and branding and founded Clean Light Laboratories. Carrie's an award-winning entrepreneur who is also recognized for her philanthropic endeavors in her community. So that's guest number one. Carrie, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited that you're here. And now let me introduce Carrie's daughter, Brooke Martz O'Connor. She's a 10-year veteran in sales promotions. She ran the promotional products group for the Martz Agency prior to founding her own company, B2B Promotions. She is the co-inventor of UV, and she's also married and a mother of two. So, Brooke, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Thank you, Lori. Happy to be here. Thrilled to have you both. Really, I mean... It's just an honor to have a mother-daughter team. That's all I have to say. That's It's exciting, and it's only paralleled, I just have to tell you, it's only paralleled by the Lamperts, who own Sibian, which is a sex huge sex-stimulating machine, and uh, that's a father and daughter team. That's Dave Lampert and Bunny Lampert, so you two are making history for me. There's those two and you two, and you're it in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all ought to meet then. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about how this happened. Obviously, you've been in business together before because in the bio it says that Brooke worked for Mart's agency, so you two must have an amazing relationship. Uh, We do. And um, you'll be able to tell who's talking. I've got the older voice, so that would be, that would be Carrie. Um, I'll also talk more than Brooke. But we tend to have um, a lot of fun with what we do, whether it was working at the ad agency or in this new venture. We try really hard to separate when it's uh, mother-daughter or friend or boss-employee. Sometimes the lines, um, we cross over a little bit, but we are definitely there for each other. I think it's great when you can work with a family member, especially because you trust at such a deep level and you have each other's back. Mm. And, you know, if the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, as in the case with Brooke, I know that she's got the same entrepreneurial spirit, the same drive that I do, and by God, we're going to get this stuff done. And it's actually quite interesting, too, because especially in the industry that we are now taking on, we bring such a different uh, demographic, and so it's it's really interesting to, to take on and, and see um, the different ages that we're attracting and we're helping. 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, you know, Car- Carrie and I had lunch recently, and she told me about the two of you going into a, an adult toy store. <laughs> and I, I, I don't care which one of you tells the story, and maybe you'll both have a rendition of it, but could you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. It's one of our favorites. Um, so before we actually came up with the product, we wanted to see what else was on the market. Brooke was about five months pregnant, definitely showing at the time. And we went into a local favorite sex adult pleasure product store. And I said, when we go in, we need to be buying two of everything because we were sending it to the lab for our testing. We had to see lots of things, whether or not it could be exposed to UV light, could we kill bacteria, whatever it was. So I knew we had to buy a variety of toys, a variety of materials, and two, one baseline and and one we'd experiment with. And I said, so whatever you do, don't let them know what we're doing. (laughs) We didn't have our patent filed or anything. We had no protection. And she goes, got it, got it. So here, you know, is this older woman covering up her gray and this pregnant woman, young. (laughs) we We walk into the store and the sales clerk felt like she had hit, uh, won the lottery because everything she showed us, I said, yeah, we'll take two. We'll take two. (laughs) And and honestly, she could not figure out, are we lesbians? Are we heterosexual? Because we are buying typical couples products. And then we'd go over into more of the gay area and we'd be buying strap-ons. And then (laughs) who knows? But we're buying two. And um, they didn't even have a grocery cart because we could have filled the thing. So (laughs) I don't think stores like that have that. I mean, you know, people usually discreetly go in there and buy like one or two things at Tops. And and those items are not inexpensive either. Oh, no, no. Sex toys are very expensive. They are. And you need to, you know, you need to take care of them because of that. But so Brooke wanders off in the store, uh, probably looking for more toys. And she blows our cover and walks over to me and she said, and she has a toy in her hand and she goes, oh mom, this one, you have to try. This one is so good. <laughs> and, and the saleswoman looks at us and she goes, oh my God, your, your mother, daughter? And I said, oh yeah. And she says, I've been working in this store for four years. My mom won't even come in the store let alone talk to me about sex. This is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, I wish I had been a fly on the wall for that because that is, I mean, that's like a story of all stories. And, you know, you, how, you went out of there with how much, how many things? Our first buy of all the toys was over $2,000. Mm. That's mar- market research at its best. Yes, absolutely. We definitely helped the bottom line of that store. Well, let's back up a little bit and talk about how you, I mean, because th- that story is projecting us forward in time. You, you were talking about you didn't have the patent pending yet and whatever, but what is it? Let's talk about what it is, and then we'll talk about, you know, what you've learned. Because I know this had, look, you had, a, you had a PR agency. This had to change, you know, and... Brooke runs a business-to-business production agency. This had to change your lives, going into the sex toy industry, even though you're not making sex toys. But tell us what the product is and what it does, 
And then I want to talk about how it's changed your life, you know, probably in the next segment. Okay. Well, I'll I'll let Carrie explain the product, but I will say that going into the market at first is is a bit overwhelming. Um, But once you are in it, you realize how savvy the industry has become truly. It's chic. It's not passe. It's it's business. Um, and it's a very successful industry, as as I'm sure you know. So that definitely changed and molded our product from the beginning um, because it's not a, a trashy industry anymore. It's not the back rooms. It's all very couple friendly. And so that definitely helped us kind of start with. So you didn't have to be embarrassed or feel like you had to cover up or anything. But I mean, I, you probably did, though, when people when you meet someone new and they say, what do you do? I mean, depending upon who it is. I know for me, when I started teaching Tantra 20 years ago, if I would be sitting in a restaurant or a bar or I'd be at a party and somebody would say to me, what do you do? I'd say, I teach a kind of yoga. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very special yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I would ne- I wouldn't tell until I really got to know the person because I did first of all I thought they'd be intimidated you know that I was teaching sexual yoga and second of all I thought they would judge me so I 20 years ago things were a little different you know and I just didn't want to talk about it so I now of course I can you know I can shout it to the world but then it was you know, so I imagine you went through a bit of a transformational period, you know, or adjustment period when you decided to do this and say, how are you going to talk about it to strangers or your or your mother or whatever, you know? Yes. Um, well, I, I'll tell you an, another kind of um, humor story about that. When we finally decided to do this and we knew we were going to be getting into the sex adult industry. Uh, I did tell my mom, and I was telling her about what product we were making. My mom's 85, and the good thing is that if she was absolutely against it or repulsed, and this is, I'm not trying to make this a humorous story per se, but my mother has Alzheimer's, I knew she'd forget that I told her what we were doing, and so I wouldn't have to worry about it the next day. I'm sorry to laugh, but it is humorous. <laughs> Go ahead. I know. Um, but I have told uh, other dear friends that are in their 80s what I'm doing now. And I sort of tested the water with individuals. And then after I went to my first trade show in Las Vegas, and I really did see how legitimate the business was and that there really are two sides to this industry. There's the side, Lori, you're very familiar with and and really have led the way, which is the sexual health, education, and wellness. And then there's the porn side. And we are very, very much a part of the sexual health, education, wellness expansion because we want more people to use toys. We just want them to make sure that they're clean and do not carry any type of infection, whether you share your toys or not. My gynecologist is extremely progressive and she's been selling toys 
in her practice for 10 years. Wow. It's, it is not something that we at all now are embarrassed about. What, what I'm a little more, I think, uh, cautious about is being a single adult woman dating and someone asks what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't want the first date to be the intimidation factor because then the whole conversation changes. Exactly. And so that's been a little bit more difficult for me. And I know Brooke deals with it with, she has a husband who's so supportive of what we're doing. But once the article came out in the business journal in Phoenix about this, there were definitely questions asked of him, like, you know, how do you feel about having your wife in this business and whatnot? And I'll let her answer that. Well, you know, Sean, my husband was sitting in the room when we had been discussing the idea from the beginning. So um, the two of us had talked in great lengths about it. And he, you know, has always been supportive and, and very involved. Um, but he, he also was a professional hockey player. And the article posted on Facebook. And I shared it on our, on our page. But he was not aware of it at that time. So during the game, people started saying things to him on the ice what is your wife doing right now? And um, he got off the ice. The game, the game was over. And he said, what did you put on Facebook? <laughs> and, um, but he, he has been really supportive. Our friends have been as well. It is interesting um, being a mother of young children, mm-hmm. um, explaining, I, I still have to be very cautious of that. Keep them protected and, and not, you know, be too vocal about the industry. If people ask at schools, I, I just say I'm in uh, promotions. <laughs> yeah, got it. I can imagine that because people are so funny about things like that. And you never know who you're speaking to, how conservative they are, or how opinionated they are, or what have you. And uh, people say things that can hurt children. So I, I understand that you have to be careful. Yeah. But you, hopefully you'll be laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Um, What's the plan? (laughs) (laughs) So, so now, Carrie, would you tell us really what that product is so people can get their arms around it? Yes, absolutely. We invented the first ever and the world's only, as we know it right now, true sanitizer for adult toys. But it not only sanitizes and eliminates 99% of all germs associated with the use of toys, but it also acts as a storage system that locks, and also we have charging systems within it. So you can place a toy inside one of our two different machines. You can charge your toy, and the larger machine holds three toys at one time. So three toys can be charged, and in 10 minutes, 99% of all germs on the toys are killed. On the smaller machine, we have one USB, so one rechargeable toy can be charged up with that, and it takes five minutes to eliminate all known bacteria and yeast and other harmful germs that are associated with the toys. It's been scientifically proven. We worked with a microbiologist out of Harvard. Um, It has definitely it will disrupt the industry because as we have seen,
people think that because they wash their toy off that they've killed whatever bacteria is associated with that when the reality is you can't get the water temperature hot enough to kill the germs you can't get foams and sprays and all the nooks and crannies of the toys to get to those germs many bacteria are killed instantly when exposed to air we know that but there are some pretty serious bacteria that aren't and in that case we are glad that our machines offer that safety feature of knowing that 99% of the harmful bacteria will no longer be on that toy. And when someone's in the mood, the last thing they want to do is worry about, oh, did I clean my toy? And is it charged? And where did I put it? So we think we've got a three-in-one solution to a problem that the industry hasn't truly addressed. And so that's why we're very excited about our product. And we believe it will be an international product very soon. And we hope everyone, whether they share toys or not, really thinks about how they're taking care of those toys, especially the rechargeable ones and especially the very expensive ones. Yes, I, that's amazing. It's just, um, it's incredible that you came up with this. It's really a combination of technology and science and, and art. We designed our two systems to be very discreet looking. There's no big logo on it. The name of the products are UVEE, -E, UV. And we have the home unit, which holds three, the go unit, which is also based on a rechargeable battery so you can take your toys locked up with you and we've taken it through TSA many times <laughs> and um, I can't wait until uh, I do get stopped with my toys in there sometime but what we are excited about is it could sit on a nightstand and no one would look at it and think oh that's a toy holder you know there used to be this uh, bond between moms I think and, and friends that said if I if I should pass away for any reason unexpectedly you need to get to my house go to the second drawer and get all my toys out of there <laughs> before my kids or my husband finds them got it I got it well yeah. you know TSA has found mine and many of my friends often I love when they go through it with their gloves and they go oh. you know what is this and what is this and what is this um, and the I can just remember when I used to carry things because I sell things. I sell G-spot wands and I sell what's called yoni eggs or vaginal eggs for uh, for vaginal wall exercise. And often I sell other things, but those are my two main products. And I mean, many times they've gone through my bags and said, you know, what are these? What is this? You know, <laughs> say they're. They're vaginal exercise eggs, and they're G-spot simulators for women and men. And they're like, oh. <laughs> so, and they wave you through really fast. Okay, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, But getting back to the availability, so I uh, just returned from China checking on the progress, and I'm really happy to say we will have product on the shelves this fall in major retailers all across the U.S. We also will have product available for pre-ordering on our site and we are launching our first crowd 
fund campaign on Indiegogo, and that will be uh, coming up here shortly, August, I think, 20th, around there, so people can pre-order them as well. So a couple things you said. First of all, I want to say it's August 20th, 2016, because this show is evergreen, and so someone may listen to it later and not know which August we're talking about. The other thing is, what is your site, since you just mentioned that? So let's tell people that. Yes, it's UV Clean. So it's UV, double E, and then clean, C-L-E-A-N.com. Okay, UVclean.com, and we'll say it again later in the show. And um, so what I want to ask you, Carrie, either one of you actually, I know that you've done some research in terms of the, um, the effectiveness of other cleaners, like the things you buy at adult stores versus this UV cleaner, this ultraviolet cleaner that you've invented. Can you tell us the, the, you know, the stats on that? Absolutely. The first thing that we did is we, we tested the main um, organisms and allowed them to grow in a lab just as if they were, we, we ordered the organisms, we grew them, and they were tested under the correct conditions. And so we have, um, at this point, we're actually looking at publishing our scientific proof in one of the journals of medicine. So we're excited about that. That's why I feel comfortable talking about these results. But after we determined our machines will kill 99.9%, we wanted to be sure that we had more than just a competitive advantage, that it was the easiest way to kill the microorganisms. And what currently is being used are in fact gels, foams, and sprays. And so our machine was tested against those. And in every single case, gels, foams, or sprays, we were two to five times more effective in the kill. So if we're getting 99.9% kill and somebody else is getting 20%, is that enough? You know, absolutely not. Uh, if you had a choice of spending money one time on a sanitizer that you know is going to give you the 99.9% results, or you're going to continue to buy a $15 sprayer foam that you're going to continue to have to replenish. You know, you, you probably would think twice about that. So it, we're very confident with the fact that our machine, our system is very much more effective than anything on the market. And one thing I'll add to that is who really spends the time to properly clean their toys and store them anyway? So even if you nobody, that, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> right? So even if you did wash it with hot water or you put it in a dishwasher or some of these other methods we can talk about then you put it in a shoebox or you put it in the drawer next to your bed where there's dust mites and all other kinds of bacteria if you keep it in a sanitized box like ours you are assured that you are having something that is not contaminated um, go in or around your body mm. it's a really good point the um, I'm just wondering. I mean, well, so now I'm you know the people I know have more than three. <laughs> so, so and and all of my friends have 
they they might have the rechargeable at this point, but everyone I know from forever has the Hitachi Magic Wand. That is like the vibrator of all vibrators of all vibrators, and most people I know still have the plug-in, although plenty of people now have the have the chargeable. How do you, what do you do with things that plug in? I'm so excited that you asked that. So Brooke's going to jump in because she's actually more excited, I think. We, we actually, uh, we took our first round of products to AVN in Las Vegas. And a lot of the feedback that we had was from distributors saying, if you can't hold the magic wand, then you guys, it, you're not going to make it. Right. And so we, <laughs> I, that's for sure. <laughs> So we went back to our uh, manufacturers and our designers and we said, we have to make this work, the larger unit, of course, with the magic wand. So with some redesign, we um, were able to fit the wand and there's actually now an airtight hole that's going to be going in the back of the product so the cord can plug into the wall from there while keeping your magic wand safe inside. That's Um, great. Yes, and in the larger unit actually has a modular system where there's two different trays. So if you have two large units, you can only use one tray. If you have three products, just so they're not all touching, mm-hmm. so you can really configure the the layout on the inside of the large unit however you want to accommodate whatever toys you're using. Okay, that's great. I'm glad that you were able to answer that because to me that's the that's it. You know, everything else that that I've ever bought, that I've ever been given as a tester, I mean, because I get things all the time from, from these companies to test, and everything that I've ever seen, nothing compares to, the, to that, to the magic wand. Although recently somebody, one of my friends told me that there's a new one called Shibumi that's also great, but I mean... Hitachi since the 70s, you know what I mean? It's just been the standard vibrator, and most people that I know have one, even if they've put it on the shelf now for something else. Nothing. We vibe, all these other things, everything pales compared to it. Well, the the interesting thing about that uh, little machine as well is that it, it can be difficult to clean. There's a lot of ridges on that. So we took it apart and sent it to our microbiologist to test that as well to make sure we could get 99.9% of all the germs specifically on that toy. The WeVibe? No, 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 the um, magic wand. Oh, the magic wand, okay. And we did. So the way we've configured the light to create the right bounce and reflection within the machines when it's shut and on Mm -hmm. is working so well that it everything that the light the light touches it kills and we're very proud of the fact that the magic wand now officially can be sanitized by uv great news <laughs> really yeah. really great news i had to leave one i said i was in china so i took the magic wand with me because as they're developing the product i want to make sure that they're actually testing the whole that the cord goes through and that stays vacuum sealed so I left it there and engineers were coming into the conference room where I was and they turned this thing on and they go (laughs) surprised at the power of this (laughs) I had this vision of you know when I left they're all going to be borrowing it so I'm leaving it there okay guys (laughs) you can have it yeah well it is it's the it's the you know the 
it was when it was invented and it still is, you know, the, the, the grandma or the granddad of, of all vibrators. It's, it is. Now I have one, I have a relic that's a two headed one. <laughs> it's a Hitachi with two heads. I got it at a trade show. I don't even know how long ago, years and years and years and years ago. And um, I don't know if that'll fit in, but most people don't have that one, so you don't have to worry about it. And also, I use socks on them. Like, I just put knee socks on the single one and little running socks on the other one. So, <laughs> so I, just, I just wash the socks. <laughs> oh, God. You know, you're lucky you don't have little kids that can find those, and then they'd be dressing them up. So, you know, <laughs> good thing. We've got a lock system for people like you. <laughs> I love it. All right, listen, so what will be, do you, can you tell us what the price point will be on both machines or something that like that, or have you not figured oh, that out yet? Yeah, we're taking orders, as I said. So okay. our home unit that we talked about that will hold the Magic Wand and 3 has a suggested manufacturer's price of $179.99, and our portable unit we call GoPlay, that will retail for $119.99. Oh, well, that's great. That doesn't break anybody's bank. No, when you're spending $200 plus on toys, we, we really believe people will want to protect them, and this product does exactly that. That is fantastic. Well, I just want to say congratulations to you. I am excited. I, You know, I mean, the listeners don't know this, but I'll just tell the story. Carrie and I belong to the same networking group. It's a pretty exclusive networking group here in Phoenix and Scottsdale, Arizona. And I heard about her months before we met. And one of our mutual friends just kept saying, you have to meet her. You have to meet her. You have to meet her. And finally, I did. And, we, you know, finally we met and it was just like, you know, love at first sight. We were so compatible in terms of, yay, what we're doing. And we haven't been back to the meeting together yet, but we're planning to sit together and kind of scare everybody. <laughs> no, all, the, all the men will be sitting on the other side of the room. They think, they think we're contagious, I guess. No, I'm kidding. The two sex <laughs> geeks. We're like sex geeks, and they no, they all want to talk to us, but they don't want to come across as seemingly too interested because then it would look like something's wrong in their sex life. You know, like it implies things if they're seen talking to us for too long. So, <laughs> but we will have our day. We will have our day with them soon. So, I really thank you both for being on my show today. I'm excited about this product. I want to I want to take it and run with it and of course we'll talk about that but um, it's it's thrilling the whole thing is thrilling for me the whole, as I said in the beginning that you're a mother daughter team that you're doing this that it's this kind of thing that you <laughs> that you have to talk about as mother and daughter and that it's will make such a difference in the world of sex and happiness and that's you know that's the bottom line for me well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. It was amazing. Thank you so much for having us, Lori. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah.